This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Hello everyone and welcome to another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on this Friday, November 13th. Yes, it's Friday the 13th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. How you doing, Tone? Hey, it's a it's a new day. I'm tired, but whatever. I, <laughs> I always say that, uh, like anytime I'm back to work, I mean, the first night back was a uh, rough ride on the old horse, but uh, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, and, just uh, here we are. Get Ready back into another. This. It's always how it is, right? You got to get back into it and. Uh, it isn't always going to be uh, peaches and cream. No, Make no. it all warm in your tum-tum. It just doesn't <laughs> always work that way. <laughs> but that's okay. You know, you, you, you roll with the punches. You go through. Luckily, you've only got, uh, what, tonight? And then you're off. Uh, no, no, tonight, tomorrow night, and then off Sunday. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Two more. So, you know, it's not like I have to go this long, crazy stretch. You know, like if it was a vacation, uh, you usually have that long haul before your next day off because you want to maximize your time so you pay the price on one end you know the back end usually um <laughs> but it was amazing like uh being around people again yesterday and just uh you know most the uh, most co-workers pretty much everyone oh mr vacation on vacation again huh yeah, I was on vacation. Yeah, sure. what a great vacation. Fever. Yeah, it was one, and, <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, actually, yeah, getting the Rona. Um, but uh, still no smell. Can't smell anything. But uh, you know what? It's not what we care about. We are here today for a fun show. How are you this morning? I'm good. I'm a little tired, but uh, you know what? It is my Friday, so I'm looking forward to sleeping in tomorrow and, uh, you know, just taking a couple days off, you know? Uh, Oh, Hit yeah. that reset reset button, sort of just regenerate that energy, come back uh, on Monday with a brand new set of shows, and, and, you know, just really energize. So, uh, but you know, we do have a fun show today. Let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host, Tony, have you ever misplaced something and were so convinced that somebody else took it? Yes, I have. Um, in particular, you know... It's, uh, I can't think of one, so I'm just going to tell you yes. Normally I have a good example, but it has happened. It's probably happened twice. Okay. You know, where I've done things where I'm like, I would have done it. It was like the uh, How I Met Your Mother episode. Uh, 
Uh, I did. I RSVP'd. I have put a guess. Like uh, Ted was going to the wedding, but and he was so convinced that he checked one, but he didn't. But then he met the cake lady. So <laughs> uh, we we live vicariously through TV and movies. We but, do. Uh, but yes, in real life too, I have have done that. But you know, you've never gotten so upset. I'm sure that uh, it's led to you being uh, arrested or charged with anything, right? Oh, totally. Yeah, you know, I have multiple convictions of being angry and <laughs> being thrown in the the old clink. You'll never take me alive. See, she misplaced my iPod, and I said, "Bitch, shut up! I don't know what you did with it." <laughs> well, in this case, Blair Dixon has been on trial for mur- <laughs> for murdering <laughs> Blair and for murdering John Singelis. But the, oh, snaps. Yeah, but the hearing at Carlisle Crown Court ended when he admitted to manslaughter. Dixon stabbed Mr. Singelis, 37, in the chest, having falsely believed the victim had stolen his Canada Goose beanie. Yes, I said a beanie. Are you kidding me? Yep. The 20, I would cuss if I could. That's ridiculous. The 25-year-old defendant who was jailed for 12 years later found he had left the hat at another friend's house. <laughs> Dixon's co-accused Alfonso Bitten, 25, was acquitted of murder. The court heard Mr. Singelis suffered a single unsurvivable knife wound to the chest at his home in Brantwood Avenue, Carlisle, on the morning of uh, April 12th. A A prosecutor told jurors Dixon fatally stabbed Mr. Singelis as he was incensed by the misapprehension that he had taken his hat. A friend of the victim was also stabbed in the arm. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever gotten so upset about somebody taking anything, let alone a beanie, that it's uh, a, driven me to stab someone. What a Dixon, man. <laughs> yeah, holy crap, that story took a way left turn. Yep, yep. Like, that thing's hardcore. And so now he's only getting manslaughter? That's straight murder, man. Well, to be fair, it is in uh, the UK somewhere, so maybe their laws oh, okay. are slightly different. Maybe hey, manslaughter. It's and- all right, you know. Uh, that sounded more Australian than British, but <laughs> <laughs> it's you, you're going to stab yeah. someone over, you know, over something. It's going to be murder, but you know, if if it's over a beanie, I mean, it's a grey goose beanie. If you're going to stab somebody over it, that's just manslaughter, man. It's just. It's a freaking beanie. Grey Goose is delicious, you know? So I'll understand why somebody got stabbed. Now, see, it's sad that Mr. Dixon stabbed and killed Mr. Uh, What's-His-Face, but still, you know? it's That's insanity to me. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's crazy what people will do when they think I've never been threatened wrong. any form of violence if somebody took my stuff, you I know? know? Right. Let a, I think, like, sometimes it's a little annoying, like, dude, I ain't messing around. Where is it, you know? Right. But, but, I mean, that's really the extent of it. So I figured I, I'd pick a story that was worthy of uh, Jason Voorhees stabbing. There you go. Hey, well played. And, and great sound effect for this fitting day. Speaking of Friday the 13th, we have a wonderful show lined up for you folks. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. We're looking forward to the weekend, and as we do each and every Friday, we're going to take you into the weekend on an up note with good news, everyone. We have a segment called Never Too Late. Our call-in topic today is grooming gaffes. As we do on Fridays, (laughs) G-Man's going to be joining us with G-Man's matchups, highlighting NFL Week 10. G-Man! We close out the day with This Day in History, and up next, Tony is here with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. 
Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, November 13th. Now, uh, we have a thing called the Phoenix Line. It is a a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you stabbed your friend because you were convinced he took your beanie. If that's the case... Give me back my Gregor's beanie, (laughs) dude! Go ahead and give us a call. Phoenix Line is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. Again, uh, any topic whatsoever, we'll compile those together and put them out in a future show. Now, Tony's here. It's the second segment of the show. Sorry, I'm a little thrown off because uh, I was actually able to get a watch party started and then realized as we were coming back that I still had the audio up. So. Oh, I was wondering what the talking was. I was like, is that me or is that him? No, but, that was uh, me. That was me. Facebook awesome. is being weird. But uh, in any case, Tony's here hey. with the entertainment news. Woo! Oh, yeah. Good morning, everybody. It is Friday the 13th, November 13th, and let's go with your Filippo Fast Five. Okay. Um, Mortal Kombat producer says the movie is delayed until after the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Won't launch until theaters have reopened nationwide. I would say no poop, Sherlock. Right. It's, uh, it's not really breaking news other than the movie got delayed, but uh, we were not going to put it out until the pandemic's over. Yeah, you and about uh, 10,000 other movies. Exactly. Although Freaky's out today, the Vince Vaughn one from the Happy Death Day director, that actually is in theaters today. It has a fun snap filter if you're a Snapchatter. Interesting. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Maybe check hey, that the out. The weekend week. is going to headline the Pepsi Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know, is it 55? Yeah, 55, halftime show. The weekend. I know, Chris, you are a huge Weekend fan. I know, I know you are. Yeah, he, he's he's the Weekend. There's no E in the there. Weekend. I can't feel my face when I'm with you, <laughs> but I like it. I don't Gus know. Gus has another one, and I, I give my payroll clerk, Tara, a hard time. Uh, I don't know the name of the song, but it's this popular one that's been on the radio for months. Um, every time i in the office that song is on and i go hey tara she goes only you can hear this damn song and i go yeah every time i walk in the office the damn song's on the radio well and I, i'm all i really know about the weekend i'm still <laughs> amazed by the super bowl halftime shows that you know who's putting these together you know the normal <laughs> nfl fan is not a weekend Listener, you know, yeah. like when they did the Who or they did uh, uh, Aerosmith, you know, that's sort of a, a general enough thing that uh, everybody could enjoy. Uh, yeah, regardless of the demographic, but you know, like Beyonce and you know, stop. My favorite stop. was still Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Have you nothing by the end of this song? Speaking Please. of hanging chads. <laughs> it's probably two chimps in an office, you know, smoking cigars. <laughs> Weekend. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's latest spy adventure series is going to Netflix. I am Schwarzenegger. I am going to be a spy, and it's going to be a series. I might throw my son Patrick in there. You know, he's a movie guy now. Maybe I throw my son Joseph. He's all buff and stuff. 
you, you it doesn't say crap other than it's an adventure spy adventure series. You mentioned Schwarzenegger, and all I think of is that new movie for Netflix that he's doing with Jackie Chan that just looks so bad. <laughs> Chill out, Mr. Karate Man. You're flying around like a drunken monkey. <laughs> Maria, get it down. Oh, man, the show just went off the rails. It is Friday, hey. so... Hey, speaking of Friday, this is a great day for new music, and ACDC has released a new album, Power Up. It is now available and can be streamed right now on Spotify, Apple, not Google, not Stitcher, but music streaming sites. Right. And I'm sure you can even stream it on YouTube. I sampled a little of it last night. Sounds just like all ACDC, which is not a bad thing. So if you like ACDC? Yeah, they, de- they definitely stay in their lane. They don't uh, depart much, and so uh, you know oh, what you man. get. No, Brian Johnson sounds good for someone who wasn't supposed to be able to sing again, man. He sounds flipping good. Um, Cassie David, or Cassie David, because it's two Zs instead of two Ss. Because Z. to be an as instead of an S. Uh, but Cassie David said Pete Davidson dumped her in a text message just one day after she learned he was dating Ariana Grande. Say Instagram. Hey, that's how you do now. That's just like, yeah. I'm the king of Staten Island now, so uh, peace out, Girl Scout. I am still flabbergasted that Pete Davidson can get these chicks. Yeah. He's, he's not he funny. Can. He's weird looking. He's got uh, perpetual bags uh, under his eyes. All you got to do sometimes is make people laugh, man. That's I would say that's how I get the girls. <laughs> I don't have any girls. But that's so. the problem. It doesn't obviously work, so I don't know, man. That's the problem. He doesn't make people laugh. Okay, he makes some people laugh. He doesn't make he me sure laugh. He sure as hell ain't sure as hell ain't making Cassie David laugh now, is nope. he? Nope. Oof. All right, that was uh, your Filippo Fast Five. I guess I should actually get to some entertainment news. The somewhat know? Fast Five. Yeah, yeah, the somewhat Fast Five. A lot of riffing and having fun. Yeah. Uh, that's all right, because whatever we don't get to just leaks over to the next show. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984. The movie, will it come out or won't it? Well, Warner Brothers is mulling a January HBO Max release, or they're just going to delay it till summer 2021. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> six weeks before it's scheduled to open, that's what they're. De- that's the big dilemma right now. It is undecided, but with the success of Hamilton and Mulan and other uh, big movies like uh, The Old Guard on Netflix, this would be a big coup to get HBO Max subscribers. So, um, for me. I'm going to just riff with you here on this. I, I'd i say at this point, I wouldn't wait till January to put it out on demand. No. I would absolutely, if you're not going to release it on Christmas okay. day in I the theaters. Nope, Siri, I didn't ask for your help. Thanks, <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see you. Uh, She's during, just trying to be uh, helpful. This day in history. Yeah. Your segment's last, chick. Thanks. Um, I say push this thing on HBO Max. And video, premium video on demand, but do it Christmas Day. Yep. I agree. You know, again, it's one of those things we were talking about when uh, Disney said that Soul is going to be released on uh, Disney Plus on Christmas Day. It's a brilliant idea. You know, we, on Christmas Day, we wake up in the morning, we open presents, we do uh, a brunch, and then typically we would go to the theaters. Well, if theaters Mm -hmm. aren't necessarily open... What better way that to spend time with family gathered around with a big blockbuster movie like that? And so I absolutely yeah. agree. I think it should be uh, December. Yeah, they should just do a triple threat too, man. You really want to make your money? Push that sucker out in theaters that day. 
and still do the premium on demand and throw that on HBO Max. Yep. Or I, I would just do the triple whammy. I guarantee you, you're going to make some money if you do that. Oh, I absolutely. Mean, dude, you're not going to, it's not a lose situation. It just isn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't get talk like Macho Man very well right now, but I like it. All right, Borat 2. So, uh, the more I think about Borat 2, like, while I still think it's a terrible movie, um, we, I was quoting it with one of the co-workers yesterday, and, it, and there are some funny lines in the movie. Like you said, terrible movie, but, uh, you know, had its moments. Well, Borat 2 star Maria Bakalova, she broke her silence on the Rudy Giuliani scene. Uh, one of the most shocking moments, obviously, and that was old, old wonderful Rudy at the end, uh, getting a little uh, weird with a young girl. Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's it's so weird. I'm gonna go do a press conference instead of in front of the Four Seasons Tunnel landscaping. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> oh. So everything that's done in the movie, um, she admits that uh, during the scene, she was so nervous and admitted that her heart was racing, but Cohen supported her and her talents to pull off the memorable encounter. Sasha was like, you're nervous in this situation, so use the nerves, convert them and accept them so they're going to help through everything. And watch out, he's going to make a sexy time. Okay, he didn't talk like Borat and he didn't say all that, (laughs) but he did say the bulk of that minus the sexy time. So she felt confident. She felt like Sasha was right there, ready to take care, because obviously he was in the next room, dressed as the father. He was like, make love and sexy time to me. Um, uh, Giuliani, of course, is still... Um, she was um, confident that he was going to save her if the scene was going to be a disaster. And uh, Giuliani was quick to refute claims that he was doing anything appropriate. Um, it, the, show, the movie's on Amazon. If you don't want to watch the movie zip to the end it's like the very last scene and yeah you guys can be the judge it was definitely a creepy ass scene yeah one of the creepiest in cinematic history and because it was real well and it was sort of one of those things where you know you could tell that it was edited to make him look bad but he looked bad regardless oh god he he just made that look gold right like he he did so bad with that um gosh this is the first time on this uh particular uh incident where I'm having an issue bringing up the uh, last article, but nonetheless, oh, there it goes. All right, cool. (laughs) Live radio, kids. Live radio. So, uh, WandaVision uh, will move over into TV. It'll be the last story because I've stretched everything so long on this. Uh, WandaVision, uh, it got some marvelous news. Uh, The show with Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany reprising their roles as Wanda Maximoff and Vision. Um, while it won't be December like we had hoped, because 2020 just sucks. Yep. Um, it will be coming January 15th, 2021 on Disney+. Plus. Um, absolutely love talking about this show. It looks fantastic. And uh, I cannot wait for this. I mean, it's, uh, it's a bummer that it got pushed back to January. But you know what? At least it's within the realm, you know. Um, well, we're getting. Would have loved it if it picked up right after Mandalorian, right? As Mandalorian ends, this bad boy stuff. Yeah, and luckily we're getting something from Marvel here soon. You know, like you mentioned, uh, it was supposed to be December. We were looking forward to it coming out in December, but of course, uh, twenty twenty one. You know, twenty twenty took a big uh, dookie on that, and uh, so they pushed it out. Hit it all for the dookie, <laughs> the dookie. So January fifteenth, you know, well, I'll, I'll take it. 
We will. And that was your entertainment news. Thanks for hanging in there. It wasn't such a train wreck today, but it's days on to the birthdays. It's my birthday! It's my birthday! Well, well, well. One of, uh, actually, kind of a funny TV show host at night, Jimmy Kimmel, 53. Um, and then uh, Whoopi Goldberg, uh, Jumpin' Jack Flash, she's 65. Uh, let's see, Gerard Butler, 51. He still has an awesome movie, uh, Greenland, that's supposed to be out eventually. Star of Unhinged, right? Yeah, definitely, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is unhinged, damn it. Uh, do you know, too, that uh, Gerard Butler is going to do more of those Fallen movies? I just heard right? that, yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty damn cool. Uh, let's see. who we have. Joe Montana, he's the voice of Fat Tony in uh, The Simpsons. Not the quarterback. Not the quarterback. Steve Zahn, I don't know whatever happened to that dude, 53. Right. Meta World Peace, dumbest name for a basketball player, 41. And uh, I think it was one more special birthday on here, right? Uh, Michael Bennett. He's a football player. He's 35. And that is all because there's a lot of YouTube stars. Uh, Chris <laughs> Knopf, if you're a uh, Mr. Big fan for Sex and the City, he's 66. And I'm just going to call that the birthdays today because obviously I did not prep it name using my birthday app. <laughs> Happy birthday, kids. <laughs> well, folks, that does it for the entertainment news. When we come back, we've got good news, everyone. Take you into the weekend on an up note. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, November 13th. Now we are all over social media with many of you watching us right now on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. If you want to get a hold of us on social media, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio of course with an R, or on Twitter and Instagram at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony.sanfilippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four or on Instagram at Tony.sanfilippo81. Now it is Friday, and as we like to do on Fridays, you know, obviously there's so much negativity in the world. There's so much bad news to come out, especially with everything we're dealing with, with 2020 and the elections and all that stuff. Well, we'd like to bring you a segment called Good News, Everyone. So kicking things off with my good news, uh, this could actually be a part of Animal Tales as we do on Tuesdays, but I figured, you know what, with Veterans Day just behind us, um, this would be the perfect good news story. George H.W. Bush's former service dog, Sully, gets his own statue in honor of Veterans Day. Sully is now a good boy in bronze. A statue of the beloved former service dog from George H.W. Bush was unveiled on Tuesday in honor of Wednesday's Veterans Day. The artwork was crafted out of bronze by renowned sculptor Susan Bahari and was placed outside at America's Vet Dogs campus in Smithtown, New York. America's Vet Dogs, a nonprofit that breeds, trains, and places service dogs with veterans free of charge, trained Sully and matched him with the former president in June 2018. 
For six months, Sully provided Bush with loyal companionship and assisted with day-to-day tasks. After Bush died in late November 2018, Sully quickly became a national treasure for his devotion to the 41st President of the United States, even after the man's passing. Sully's statue at America's Vet Dogs is his second. Bahari created a similar piece of the service dog for the George Bush Presidential Library and Museum in College Station, Texas, which took three months to complete. The sculptor was present on Tuesday for the unveiling of the new statue, which features Sully in a sitting position, holding his leash in his mouth and wearing his official America's Vet Dog Service dog vest, which includes the great seal of the United States on the back. Sully himself was also there for the unveiling and patiently posed beside his bronze doppelganger for photos. Outside of working this event, Sully now has a job as a facility dog at Walter Reed National Medical Center in Bethesda, Maryland. In this position, the Loving Lab comforts veterans and their families while they are at the medical center. While he has, well, while he has moved on to a new role, Sully has not forgotten his time with the Bush family. On Veterans Day, the dog checked in with Jenna Bush Hager and her daughters Poppy Louise 5 and Mila 7 over a video call. Hello, little doggy. I want to hug you, said Poppy during the virtual reunion. As Sister Mila asked the pup, do you remember Great Grampy? The dog nodded his head yes in the super cute clip. And so, uh, you know, dogs are truly man's best friend. And uh, it's wonderful to see dogs being put into service to help veterans. And in this case, a former president and uh, immortalized in bronze. And that's my good news, everyone. Yeah, that's a good one. I, that one. I figured you wouldn't hey. you wouldn't have that one, Tom. <clears throat> yeah, no, I definitely didn't have that one. I mean, I thought about it. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't even come across that one. Mine's always like, uh, you know, I come across a couple of good ones here or there. Um, I got uh, two because they're both relatively short. Okay. So uh, if I need to stretch it, I got two. And they're both different than your puppy one. Um <laughs> So, uh, as we all know, the Xbox Series X came out this week. Well, The Rock has teamed up, uh, I should say Dwayne The Rock Johnson, didn't know who The Rock was, has teamed up with uh, Microsoft and Gamers Outreach to help over 50,000 kids experience Next Level Gen. 20 years after Dwayne The Rock Johnson helped unveil the very first Xbox to the world, he is once again teaming with Microsoft to give away Xbox Series X to children's hospitals around the U.S., The Rock announced the news on Twitter and shared a video explaining how he, Microsoft, and Gamers Outreach would be getting gifting 20 children's hospitals one-of-a-kind Rock Xbox Series X consoles that will allow 50,000-plus kids to experience the next generation of gaming. Um, As detailed on Xbox Wire, these consoles will be put in specialized gamers outreach carts known as go-karts. They're portable kiosks built to easily provide recreation to children who are unable to leave their room in the hospitals. The special edition Xbox Series console uh, features Johnson's Bromable logo, includes a special engraved message that says, keep smiling and have fun, love Dwayne The Rock Johnson. There will also be matching Xbox wireless controllers with the same Bromable logo. These go-karts will arrive over the next year at Children's Healthcare of Atlanta, Children's Hospital Colorado, Children's Hospital Los Angeles, Children's Hospital Orange County, St. Louis, Wisconsin, C.S. Mott's Children's Hospital, Dell Children's Medical Center, Phoenician Hospital, Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital, Methodist Chil- Children's Hospital, uh, Mount Sinai, Kravis, M-U-C- M-U-S-C, 
and I wasn't spell, trying to spell Mickey Mouse, uh, <laughs> among others, man. It just lists them all. So uh, there's a ton of them there. Uh, the Xbox Series X and the cheaper all X all digital Xbox Series X will be released well released on November 10th. Uh, to find out more about gamers reaching their mission to build a world where play is accessible and possible, you can visit Gamers Reach out. Out, gamersoutreach.org but uh, nonetheless it's very cool and he actually goes to the children's hospital and says hi to the kids while they're dropping it off it's not just like yeah I'm going to send these to you I'm good he's actually going to go to these hospitals and visit with the kids so and that's awesome you know uh, these kids are you know held up in bed all day long nothing really to do you know you can only watch so much tv having a uh, a game console something to play something to keep you occupied is is so awesome and of course you know the rock is a, a good human being uh and somebody that is willing to put his name and face on things that uh, help others out so i definitely say that that is good news everyone my only question is tony how quickly do you think that those uh, special edition controllers are going to disappear <clears throat> Oh, very quick. You know, that's the problem. If they're not attached to the kiosk, which uh, they're just going to get jammed up, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. There's going to be some issues. Yeah. Always limitations, but I'm sure the fine people at Microsoft uh, figure out how to to run it there. And, uh, you know, but uh, it sounds sounds like a good deal, especially if you're trapped in a room, you know, uh, you won't have to share it with other people, I wouldn't imagine. Right. (laughs) And then, Tony, we've got about a minute and a half left. Uh, Go ahead and read the other one. Yeah. So uh, Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen revealed his grandmother died uh, one day before they took on the Seattle Seahawks this last week, and fans went to action. According to ABC7 in Buffalo, Bills fans raised $300,000 for Oshi Children's Hospital in less than 72 hours. The majority of the donations were $17, which is Allen's jersey number. The idea came about first came about on reddit and grew from there the bills defeated the seahawks on sunday and after the game bills head coach sean mcdermott said josh was emotional you probably heard he lost his grandma last night It was a big win and great thing for him to play like he played he's just mentally tough young man alan went to twitter to express his gratitude for the fans who have donated i can't tell you how special it is to see the outpouring support of for me and my family during this time the donations made to OCH in the honor of my grandmother would make her so proud. Thank you, Bills Mafia. It's an honor to be your quarterback. Um, I think that's uh, just really cool, you know? Like, it shows the city of Buffalo are embracing Josh Allen as their quarterback. Um, and he's uh, obviously, he does, he has, he's doing quite well. But for the fans to uh, donate just $17 in honor of his grandma to their local children's hospitals, I mean, just what a what a cool thing to see. Well, and that's the thing. Most people can afford 17 bucks, you know, for a good cause. And so if you get enough people doing that, you know, you raise, what, 375000 Is that what they... That's, that's what they did, yeah, you know, and good for him. I mean, uh, he did play really well against the Seahawks. And, uh, you know, in hindsight, I'm definitely bummed we did not draft him. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, but, you know... Uh, kudos to the city of Buffalo and uh, on the fans there to, uh, to donate. Because I can't say it was just the city of Buffalo. There's Bills fans everywhere. Exactly. Um, I know a majority of Wyoming uh, residents are uh, are Bills fans just based on the fact that Josh Allen came out of uh, Laramie. So very cool. Uh, university of Wyoming. So there you go. Good stuff this week. Right on. Yeah, you get a, a triple dose of good news, everyone. 
Well, folks, when we come back, we've got a segment called Never Too Late. It's never too late to stay tuned, so uh, stick with us. We'll be back in a few minutes. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, November 13th. Just don't go visit Camp Crystal Lake. But uh, you know what? If you did miss a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now in the segment that we've titled Never Too Late, Tony wanted to ask you the question, was there anything that you either found out later in life or maybe you weren't doing properly your entire life and found out later that that was the case um, that was just incorrect? It was just flat out wrong. And, uh, you know, it was later on in life that is like, you know what? I didn't realize I was doing that wrong. For instance, for me, I'll give you an example, let you noodle on it for a moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, You saw the thought process. I am trying to think of an example. Yeah. So I'm not a big sushi guy. And uh, early on when I, uh, you know, started uh, dating and, and going out to sushi and, didn't realize that uh, edamame, you know, you would get and uh, I would pop the whole pot into my mouth and start chewing on it and found it absolutely disgusting. Wondered why people would eat it that way. Uh, and quickly realized that that's not how you're supposed to eat it. You're supposed to pop out those little soybeans and uh, eat them that way. But uh, yeah, that was one of those things that uh, found out maybe a little too late that I was doing it wrong. Yeah, you know, it's funny is I've, I did the same thing too, man. <laughs> you know, um, I actually had that with the artichokes too. Okay. Uh, first time, you know, I I went on a date with this uh, good-looking girl. Wow, she was a pretty girl. She was a little on the cuckoo side. It did not work out so well. Had the crazy eyes. Um, <laughs> oh, she had the crazy eyes. Uh, but I went on this like fancy schmancy uh, dinner date with her, and uh, artichoke was one. Now I'd only eaten artichokes once uh prior to that i mean it's not something i would just go out and get on my own obviously Mm -hmm. but uh or something i would order let alone but on this fancy date we happen to have the artichokes now yeah you got to peel the thing off and then you can dip it in your butter and you're supposed to just bite the bottom part right the whole thing right Ah, no dude i was plucking (laughs) dipping and i was eating the thing dude my date looked at me and she was like (laughs) she probably thought i had the crazy eyes because i'm eating it i go oh this is terrible like I go, this is bad. I go, it's so rough. Well, <laughs> didn't realize like all you have to do is just take it and then you just kind of pull that bottom part off with your teeth and exactly, uh, and that's it. So I guess that's something uh, your food inspired me to think of that, and I was doing that wrong, which is kind of silly and stupid. And uh, yeah, needless to say, it did not work out. With uh, to be fair, artichokes are kind of counterintuitive you know it's it seems like an awful lot of waste for just a little morsel of a bite on each leaf so yeah. they're yeah. delicious but 
a waste. Well, it was, yeah, it was wonderful once I figured it out because at first I was like, well, it tastes good, but it's really rough, man. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, your edamame story definitely inspired me on that one. Yeah, that's happened. Well, I've pulled up a list of people who found other things a little too late in life. For instance, uh, you have this user, Anastasia, who says, My friends and girlfriend give me so much crap for swallowing my toothpaste, but it's such a habit I cannot stop. Uh, yeah, there were people who commented saying that uh, they always thought it was strange that they saw it in TV and uh, uh, TV shows and movies. People spit out toothpaste when they just swallowed it. <laughs> You're not yeah. supposed to swallow the toothpaste, people. No, I learned that as a kid. Real Ghostbuster Slimer gum. I used to eat it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I learned that. My mom told me, uh, "No, dude, you don't eat. That you just brush your teeth and spit it." So, luckily, I learned that as a kid. So, yeah, but yeah, yeah. But you know what? It's never too late to find things out like that. For instance, uh, you have this user named Some Dumbish said, "Apparently, pickles are cucumbers. Pickles aren't even real vegetables." Well, they are, and they are cucumbers, and they are real vegetables. What I don't understand is why pickles aren't called pickled cucumbers. Because everything else that's pickled is pickled eggs, pickled meat, yeah. pickled whatever. Well, it's crazy, because I can tell you, man, I like pickled, I like pickles, you know. Um, I, like the, I like when they're cut into the spears, but I hate cucumber. I'm the same way. I, it's, it's the weirdest thing. I, I flippin' hate it. Right, you it's the same. It's the same. Yeah, you stick cucumber in my water. Take it back. No, thank you. No, but <laughs> but you'll eat a pickle though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. All day Weird. long. Now, now, dill. I hate sweet pickles. I don't sweet like relish. Sweet, I don't yeah. like sweet pickles, and I'm not really big on the spicy. I know a lot of people like them spicy no. Dave chips. I'm not really big on that. I like just the classic like dill, but. You know, I'll eat the big thick ones, but uh, it sounds bad. Big, 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 Oh yeah, uh, there's been times where I've had to either uh, Google it or open the manual and figure out what the hell something is. Yeah, it's it's happened before. So apparently, uh, this user Chellen Two said, "I thought the check oil light was a turtle until I was 30." My question is, what did they think that that was signifying? Yeah, that's it's it's crazy. You like driving too slow? Uh, what's going on? <laughs> You know, in the realm of vehicles, though, it did take me probably mid-20s. I'm just going to say mid-20s. But I didn't realize, you know, that every car has a little arrow by the gas tank or by your gas gauge. Yep. Yeah, that tells you uh, what side the gas tank is. I didn't learn that until I was probably mid-20s, though. You know, I don't think you're alone, though, Tone. I think that's that's yeah. the case for a lot of people. Yeah, it was it was one of those aha moments when I, when I found that out. I go, What? <laughs> so now it's great. Anytime I rent a car or something, it's it's always trust that uh, old adage. It's like, ah, what? Oh, okay, cool. So. <laughs> For this next one, uh, you know, I had an older brother and he liked to tease me. And I'm sure there were things that he told me that were just flat out not true that I believe till later oh, on in life. Can't think of one in particular, but uh, this person, Stephanie M1560, said, My cousin told me soy sauce was made of human hair when I was little. I believe <laughs> I believed him until I was fifteen. <laughs> uh, well, I don't hate soy sauce, so I, I don't know where they I don't know what kind of human hair they've been 
do it, but it was enough to convince old Stephanie there. <laughs> uh, here's one that uh, is kind of interesting. Uh, Twitter user Faith Vocal says, I thought the sound of cicadas was the sun. I thought the sun made noise until I was 15. Um, apparently, she thought uh, the sun was like a giant fluorescent light bulb. You ever walk into a room where it's nothing but fluorescence and it has that hum? Yeah, hum to it, yeah. Apparently, she I thought... I can see that. I've never thought that, but they must have lived in a place where the cicadas were super loud, so... <laughs> uh, they get loud around here, and it's funny because it's uh, we've got cicadas, we've also got crickets. You never see them, but they're out there. No, no they're there. When I lived at uh, my last roommate's house uh, on the farm, they, they were pretty loud there. Yeah. Uh, Not moving, so much here. Moving on with celestial thoughts, uh, you have Mags to Infinity said, At 25, I learned that the moon set like you could watch it set, not that it just faded from the sun. Yeah, you know, the the moon is just another celestial body out there that moves across the sky, the path of the sky, and, you know, sets just like anything else. What I always find interesting is when like, the moon is up in the middle of the day, and so you can yeah. see it, and it looks like uh, the Death Star on the horizon. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's always neat seeing the planet, because you're not going to stare at the sun, obviously, because it's so damn bright, but you know it's there but it is cool when you get to see the moon you know you can actually just stare at it didn't hurt your eyes it's good yeah yeah the good news today being that it's friday the 13th in 2020 luckily we don't have a full moon that would be the trifecta that would be uh ooh, oh yeah panic in the streets moving panic on. in the streets and god dang it i'm not wearing my mask today Moving on with Never Too Late, uh, you have Twitter user Marissa DePaulo says, I'm 25 and just realized that blind driveway sign doesn't mean that there's a blind person living nearby. Basically means that there's a driveway that basically, you know, leads out right to a major street. Um, and, you know, just to be wary of cars pulling out of there. Um, but it might also be good to have a sign if there is somebody that is blind that lives nearby. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we had in our old neighborhood, um, we had a, a deaf deaf person sign. So there was like that warned you that there was a deaf person in the area. So, you know, a blind one makes sense. But yeah, absolutely. That is funny. Blind driveway. You're like, hmm. <laughs> and then finally, it, boom. finally, with never too late, uh, you have Dizzy Hurricane who says, my friend's been on meds since she was too little to swallow pills. So they said she could chew them. She was 22 before she realized that's not a normal thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and some pills you, are bitter. Oh, they are, man. You are better off just swallowing. And, and I get it as a kid. It was hard to swallow a lot of stuff. I mean, like when it came to taking your medicine, I don't know about you, Chris, but for me, anytime I had a headache or something, I had to take it. It took sometimes forever, and it was a psychological thing, and it would dissolve. Yeah, not great. Well, folks, we are headed to our long break. When we come back, it is our call-in topic of grooming gaffes. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you guys in about seven minutes. Fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. 
And don't call me Shirley. Gentlemen, I wash my hands of this weirdness. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the second hour of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, November 13th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Still joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, you were able to get out of the house yesterday. Did you get the stuff you needed to make your smoothie? I'm just kidding. I was messing with you. Uh, Pulling our legs. You know, so last night when I got home at 1230 a.m., yeah, or this morning, I should say, um, I just was like, I'm just going to pre-make my lunch and I'm just going to do all that for tomorrow. Well, when I moved, uh, one of the frozen uh, dinner things that I get for quick yeah, dinners at work, there's just a little bit of fruit left beyond the oasis. So I had enough mm. to make a smoothie today. All right. Um, yeah, no, I didn't go. I didn't go to the store yesterday. I went to Costco and then I was like, oh, I need that. I need that. But the problem is I close every night, so you have to buy your stuff by like 8.30 or like by the time they shut down the registers. Most of the time, I don't make it up there because that's crunch time for night merch. We're really busy. So I tend to just dream about what I'm going to buy, and then I get home, I'm like, damn it. I should <laughs> well, and most of the time, obviously, you wouldn't want to buy any cold foods because then you have to stick it out in your car. And, and Yeah. But this time well, of year, the, you know, the car might be... This time of year is not yeah. too bad. Like, last night would have worked. And, oh, crappy Ford, man. They have this auto start, like, remote start they sell you on your vehicle, but it's through a dumb app. Uh-huh. So this app tells you that your car is running. And I'm just like, oh, good. I'm going to warm up my car. It's 12.20 a.m. I'm going to warm it up from the building. Said it was running. I get out there thinking I'm going to get to a toasty car. That son of a bitch is iced over, and I'm just like, so I test it to see why it doesn't work. And the problem is with that remote start is if it's super cold, it doesn't have enough umph to kick over. It just tries, it goes, (laughs) and then the app tells you it's working. This segment brought to you by Ford. No. In any case, (laughs) folks, this is the interactive portion of the show. We want to hear from you guys, the listeners, the watchers, on the topic of the day. As we've been doing, we give out the Phoenix line. That's 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O, 855-336-4973. Give you the topic the day beforehand. Gives you guys time to call in and chime in on the topic of the day. Or, of course, you can head over to our live video, which is going right now over at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Just click into the video there. Put your comment in. Today, we're talking grooming gaffes. Yeah, we all try to look nice. Tony's got his November beard going on. Yeah, I ain't trying for squat, dude. (laughs) But we all have those occasional mishaps. Uh, It's fortuitous that we were doing this uh, during our break. I was going, and sometimes it looks like I'm on coke. I'm, you know, rubbing my nose. It's because I know it's time to trim my beard and mustache when I've got the hairs that turn <laughs> up and they start tickling the inside of my nose. Oh, ah, uh, I don't want to start calling you Vince Neal there. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, that's usually my indicator of it's time to trim things up. And uh, sure enough, during the break, I'm, I'm sitting there going, ah, it's driving me nuts. <laughs> Had to pluck it out. But uh, Dogs stare at you. <laughs> speaking Last of grooming, coke. grooming gaffes, Tony, you know, have you had any uh, mishaps when manscaping or, uh, you know, anything you've done just to, to maintain the, the fresh, clean look that is Tony Sanfilippo? Yeah, uh, just call me Jim Levenstein from American Pie, man. Back in uh, early <laughs> marriage days, you know, uh, you had the aspirations to groom down yonder, you know, get a couple of smooth criminals. Um, and uh, I'd had, I, it was a relatively fresh razor, and uh, I think we had a fancy date night coming up. So I was like, you know, this will be number two on my punch card of of sexy time for the month. I like a sexy time. So I get a little uh, on the groom groom side, you know, it's getting ready, you know, set the mood, a little Megadeth. And no, I'm just kidding. I don't know what the music was playing. Well, anyways, when you got down to the uh, down yonder, um, it, it nicked the sack of doodle just <laughs> barely, you know, yep. like you, you wanted it to be smooth and it was working so great. And, uh, you know, and I, was doing this in the shower you know it was you know you get that extra run of smoothness and it's not so dry less likely to cut yourself well nope nicked it and uh let me tell you jumped in real thin skin real bad yeah it does Oof. Oof. and it was just nerve-wracking because now now only do i have a gaff i have a bleeding uh side uh sack of doodle <laughs> there and uh you know now that kind of puts a damper on the sexy time and the night because if you're bleeding, it's going to be a hard time if you're in pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The juices be flowing and the things be burning. You don't like it. Yeah, it's hard to convince your date that there's nothing wrong when uh, there's blood pouring yeah. out of that area. Yeah, but I just, you know, it was just in typical uh, Jim Levenstein uh, American Pie fashion, you know, like that like that scene in American Pie 2 when he decides to shave, uh, or no, it was American Wedding. Wedding, yep. And he shaved, yeah, and then he... Uh, he threw the hair out the thing with the wind, sucked it, and it got all over the wedding cake. Yeah, that would be something that would happen to me. There really is nothing like a shorn scrotum. It's breathtaking. I suggest you try it. Oh, great soundbite. Un it's nice. It's freaking unbelievable. Well, folks, we are going to head into our break. We want to hear from you guys now. I'll share my story when we get back, but it is all about you. So don't go anywhere. Chime in now on the Facebook page, and we'll be back in a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, November 13th. We are smack dab in the middle of our call-in topic, inviting you guys to chime in on uh, what we're talking about today, grooming gaffes. Um, there really is nothing like a shorn scrotum. It's breathtaking. I suggest you try it. <laughs> 
figured I'd share mine. Tony shared his. Uh, you know, obviously, we wouldn't expect you guys to do anything we weren't willing to do ourselves. While I do have uh, you know, a couple stories that mimic Tony's, uh, I figure I'd go maybe just a slightly different route. Uh, for me, I realized, you know, probably in my mid-20s that, uh, you know, I was going every month to the the haircut place, you know, whether it was a Supercuts or a Sports Clips or whatever it is. And more than often than not, I'd leave and uh, find, you know, I really didn't like how they cut it, what they did, and figured, you know what, I'll just do it myself. I'm going to save 20, 30 bucks. I'm going to cut my own hair. How hard can it be? Well, I uh, went out, got a nice uh, set of wall clippers and, uh, you know, hooked up all the attachments and, and started going at it. And, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've got a couple small molds on, on the top of my head and just not thinking. Took those clippers and went zoom right through one of those molds, completely oh. shearing it off. Blood everywhere, uh, so much pain, and uh, realized, you know, I need to be just maybe a little more careful when uh, I'm, I'm cutting my own hair. Now, I do cut, still cut my own hair. I'm much better at it now. I'm far more careful, but uh, yeah, you know, it only takes one time to uh, learn that maybe you shouldn't do it that way. Mm hmm. <laughs> Ow! Like, I felt that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, that, that's one of those butthole puckers. You know, when you're yeah, you're watching really something or, or you hear something, your whole body just goes. Ugh. Dude, when you take a mole, man, those suckers bleed. Oh, yes, they do. But, folks, we want to hear and from then, you. Unfortunately, they come back and they're like, hello, I'm still here. Right. <laughs> I thought I got rid of you. Yeah, of course you are. Why are you still here? Folks, we want to hear from you. Chime in now on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Uh, click on the live video and comment in there. Uh, now, we did get a call yesterday, as we invite you guys to do the day before on the Phoenix line, this time from Kendra with her grooming gaffe. Ooh. Hey, guys. Happy Friday the 13th. Hopefully this one goes okay. So my beauty blunder, I'm going to call it. I went to the brow bar, and in case, you know, because you're guys, you don't know what this is, this is where women go to get their eyebrows waxed professionally. And I went in, and this is how the conversation went. Oh, my God, what do you think? It's great, right? To which I politely responded, where the hell did the left one go? She said, oh, you just pencil that in. I'm like, yeah, that's not the point of this activity. So there you go. I was missing my left eyebrow for about a month and a half. <laughs> Hope you guys have a great uh, day. Thanks. <laughs> uh, hey, did it look like a, a worm chasing a caterpillar where you just one was uh, you know, quite a bit larger than the other? Um, I, I don't envy the ladies with all of the grooming that you guys no. have to do. Yeah, yeah, we've got to shave. Um, you know, I, I've had a beard forever. And so really the only thing I have to consistently shave from day to day or every other day, you know, is the neck area. It gets, it gets yeah. pretty... Uh, pretty scratchy but uh i mean you guys armpits legs bikini eyebrows i i don't envy you and of course you know for the same reason that i started cutting my own hair sometimes i don't trust the quote-unquote professionals to do it so uh they, that that certainly qualifies uh, yeah kendra luckily your eyebrow grew back you didn't look like you had alopecia so uh but uh made for a fun story nonetheless yeah, well, it's crazy, too, because eyebrow hair, for some reason, does not grow back super fast. <laughs> if you goof it up. My uncle, uh, back in high school, I think it was sophomore year, 
or maybe it was freshman year. I don't remember. Anyways, he gave me a haircut, and uh, it was terrible. It was a bad haircut. <laughs> but, you know, at the time, you're a kid. You don't care, you know. Your uncle, like, for me, he's a couple years older than I am, so he's like big brother. So, I, you know, I was like, ah, it's, if he likes it, then it's badass, you know. You know? But hindsight it was not a good haircut it was really bad like it was all shaved and i had like this one patch of hair up here and it was so <laughs> terrible well anyways during that he took uh he took a uh little what, like a wall razor like the trimmers, yeah yeah well and he goes hey my friend jerome has this thing and he gets close to my eye and he goes oh, and no. he and he zapped he cut just a middle out of the eyebrow and he goes all the cool kids are doing it i go it looks stupid. And he goes, oh, now your other eye will match. Oh, no. They did it. So, <laughs> dude, when I came back my sophomore, sophomore year, no wonder I didn't have a girlfriend then. Like, holy crap, dude. The, here comes this kid, sophomore year to high school, missing these two things in his eyebrows. And then garbage-ass haircut, dude. It would have been better off just shaving that thing. Um, but I, yeah, dude, it was bad. I think my my sophomore year picture is the worst one too. It was like before the Teletubby, Teletubby was the junior year one, uh, with the bleach blonde Zach Morris hair. I was gonna um, ask if your uncle was responsible for bleaching just the no, uh, the top no, of your I, I got that unfortunately professionally done. <laughs> uh, yeah, but dude, the moral of that story is the eyebrow hair literally took like a month or two to grow back. It was ridiculous. Yeah. But then again. I couldn't grow facial hair back then either, so I'm not going to try to shave my eyebrows now. Uh, I don't want to have to pencil them in or something. That would just look weird. I'm lucky enough that my hair and my skin is fair, so I mean, half the time, I mean, until I think I was 11, it didn't even look like I had eyebrows. They were so platinum blonde, but uh, yeah, yeah. so if I have a mistake like that, eh, not a big deal. And yeah, when I met you, you were quite the blondie. Yeah, yeah. It still gets yeah. that way. Um Kendra chimed in with a follow-up. She said, nope, bald smooth, but only on one side. So, <laughs> Tony, on your end, has anybody chimed in with their grooming gaffes? No one's gaffs? chimed in. Nah. That's why I freestyled there for a minute. With <clears throat> that's the, okay. I, I, I'm sure I have plenty of horror stories when it comes to hair. So. <laughs> well, there, you know, there's still plenty of time, folks. You can head over to the Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Click into the live video and go from there. But, of course, I always I, come with a backup of... You uh, do. But before you do, I actually, now that you say, do you chime, look at the phone, I, I got, I've got, I've got reached out to. So, uh, while personally, Mike has not had... <clears throat> any uh, gaffes he agrees with you um when he when it's time to shave his mustache the area starts poking the inside corners of the mouth working from home that's usually the main time i realized i should shave um <laughs> lacy chimed in and said her aunt tried to wax her eyebrows with candle wax Ow. she thought it was all the same kind of wax <laughs> kelly clarkson <laughs> and it's funny Two different waxes you know, as you get older, and especially as a guy, you find hair growing out of uh, different areas of the body that it shouldn't be. There's times where it tickles the nose, and I don't know if it's the mustache hair growing into the nose or the nose hair growing out. And it's yeah. it's sometimes it's an adventure trying to find those. So. <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. It's it's nuts. And I agree with you too, Chris. I, I, I don't envy the women. And Girls are hardcore. I hear a couple of the girls, you know, they'll go down to the uh, salon and they'll get waxed. Uh, yeah. And uh, 
ow. Yeah. So I got to say, like, I couldn't imagine putting uh, hot wax down there and getting ripped. I just no, thank you. There really is nothing like, like a shorn scrotum. It's breathtaking. I suggest you try it. <laughs> <laughs> well, with a couple minutes left, I'm going to share a couple horror stories. You have this person who said, uh, as a young man in college, they tried using Nair for the first time. Based on his story, it seems safe to assume that it was also the last time. He said, I'm in the shower having enjoyed some marijuana beforehand and rubbed the lotion all over my junk, he said. It was a great shower, good steam, and I had shower beer with me. Here comes the ending at this point you probably expected. Lost track of time and left the hair remover on for 20 minutes. Had some first-degree burns everywhere. Not so great. First-degree burns. You know, uh, a sunburn is third-degree. First-degree is like grabbing a kettle and oh, blisters and ah. Dude, and the whole Nair thing, there used to be that old prank back in the day that you would fill Nair in people's shampoo bottles. I mean, I never did it, thank God, but I'd be so pissed. Could you imagine if, like, somebody did that to you and you're like, Oh. Robin and all of a sudden your hair's hot. Oh, dude. I know it grows back, but that's not funny. Not funny. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Well, and then I, oh, that dude just put it all over his Junkasaurus Rex. And, uh, oof. Yeah. Speaking of things you don't put over your uh, Junkasaurus Rex, our buddy Adam uh, regaled us one time with uh, using Icy Hot down there. Apparently it felt good for a couple minutes and then turned into massive burning yeah, yeah. Keep keep that away from that that area. Yeah. There's just there's a lot of things. Like I don't know if girls well, girls probably don't know this, so a little PSA for the women there. Uh is very sensitive down there. It uh <laughs> it, it does hurt. Oh, I'm sure. Like, it, yeah. And then finally, finishing out grooming gaffes, you have this, uh, says an Amazon user named A. Chappelle posted a lengthy five-star review of Veet for Men hair removal gel cream. And although he apparently enjoyed the cream, he soon felt an intense burning and a feeling I can only describe as being given a barbed wire wedgie by two people intent on hitting the ceiling with my head. Uh, again, oh. if, you, if you're cleaning that uh, chocolate starfish area, um, you know, maybe the hair removal... Um, uh, creams and gels maybe not the best thing Fair to use good. yeah but folks yes. that does it for grooming disasters our monday call in topic is your in real life celebrity encounters folks when we come back g-man is here with nfl week 10 picks don't go anywhere we'll see you guys in a few Tired. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, November 13th. We talk about it a couple times each show. It is the Phoenix Line, a 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you want to share your grooming gaffe, or you want to call in for Monday's call-in topic of your in-real-life celebrity encounters. 
That number for the Phoenix line is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together and put them out in a future show. Now, as we were coming in, you may recognize uh, a voice. You may recognize the face. G-Man is here with his week 10 matchup picks. But, of course, we always have to ask. Are you ready to and we might get a little bit of uh, Fever Dream G-Man uh, coming off of that NyQuil hangover. Uh, weren't sure if we were going to get you in person, but uh, luckily you are here, ready to talk football. Let's go ahead and kick things off with the first pick, what we're calling the wild card matchup. You've got the Dolphins, negative 1.5 versus the Chargers. How do you see that playing out? All right. Well, Christian, I appreciate, uh, you know, you uh, bringing me on again after these last few weeks and, and your professionalism is shining through. You know, you're not mentioning anything, you know, about what's been going on the last four weeks. But uh, being the person that I am, I have to own up, you know, to, uh, you know, I guess what's going on. Um, just to let everybody know to remind them. Uh, and if you have been losing money, I am so sorry. <laughs> you're, not the, you're not the only one, though. Um, you know, so uh, we were at 11 and four after f- week five. And uh, the last four weeks, we went one and 11, you know, to uh, actually bring the top three to a current record of 12 and 15. You know, so um, I know, shake your head. <laughs> you know, that's really difficult to do. Um, so if you are actually betting the opposite of the G-Man's matchups, you're doing really good. <laughs> but, uh, well, we just reached, go ahead. I was going to say, it's been a weird season anyway, but uh, I halfway expected when we were going to have you on Zoom this morning uh, that you'd be joining us from your shower crying. And uh, But uh, luckily, you're in good spirits and, and pretty confident in your picks this week. Yeah, you know, uh, that's the way that it is. You know, you got to keep firing. And, of course, I've talked about the ups ups and downs. And, um, you know, at this point, we're halfway through. And I think uh, this week I'm going to actually, uh, instead of breaking things down like normal, the numbers are just not kind of following suit um, as they were in the beginning. So I'm going to switch to the eye test. Um, you know, I come back and, and I, I try to watch every game. I have NFL Sunday ticket. And uh, I know that uh, – Originally, uh, two weeks ago, I picked against Tua, his, his first game. And, uh, you know, one of the factors was, uh, you know, I thought I didn't think they was, he was going to be scrambling as much. Um, you know, and 35 yards on seven rushing attempts last week. Uh, he had a passer rating uh, of over 120. And so just like we uh, witnessed uh, Tua um, once he got into that, that second half of the game, where he, uh, with Alabama and he brought that national championship to Sean O'Hara's pleasure. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he, he is super impressed uh, me. And so, you know, I think um, against this game, first of all, it's going to be a great game. Uh, Herbert from the Chargers is, is showing up every single week. And although they lost to the Raiders uh, last week, you know, as I thought would happen, uh, the Raiders' secondary uh, was nothing impressive, you know, uh, against him. And although the Raiders uh, came up and messed up one of my picks, uh, <laughs> that's what I get, though, for picking against, you know, uh, one of my teams. So I guess I deserve that. But um, it's I think it's going to be a close game. Um, and I just think that the Dolphins, their defense, uh, and, of course, the way that they're playing offensively, 
Um, we were all, I think, doubting why they were switching to Fitzpatrick. And I think the, uh, the, the scrambling ability of Tua last week, and of course his, his passion uh, rating, his accuracy, you know, is more than capable to be able to um, cover one and a half points, you know, which is basically a field goal um, at home. And, uh, and then goes, of course, there's that, always that thing that West Coast traveling to the East Coast um, thing that's a little bit tougher on your body. And uh, so all things considered, I'm going to go ahead and, and lay uh, the one and a half points with the Dolphins as one of the top three picks this week. Perfect. Yeah, you know, you've got uh, rookie quarterback versus rookie quarterback. Um, and we've mentioned it here in the past that uh, the Chargers record doesn't necessarily reflect how well they are playing. You know, in true Chargers fashion, if they find a way to lose, well, they'll do it. But uh, one and a half points, I- I'd say that is a, a fair uh, spread to uh, put in favor of the Dolphins. Now let's move on to our marquee matchup. You've got the Bills plus two and a half versus the Cardinals. Uh, how's that one looking? Uh, that's the game I'm looking forward to this week. Yeah, there's there's actually a lot of, of really good uh, games this week and matchups. It should be a very enjoyable week for football fans. And uh, so the Bills, uh, same type of thing. Uh, last week, a uh, couple, couple weeks, I think, I've been going against the Bills. And uh, Josh Allen, I think weeks, uh, I think weeks five through six, uh, he of course, you know, reverted back to making some some mistakes and uh, seemed to be pushing it too hard, not relying on his teammates. And uh, you know, the the man is amazing. I mean, a big boy, uh, very strong, difficult to take down. And uh, so I'm I'm counting on him continuing to uh, continuing to uh, play well. And when Considering the fact that even though the Cardinals lost last week uh, to the Dolphins, uh, that was a great game. If I, if yeah. I remember right, it went oh. to overtime. And, uh, you know, the, the numbers that Kyler Murray, you know, put up, they certainly could have won. Uh, you don't see very many uh, numbers on the stat line that Kyler Murray had last week, and then it's followed with a loss. Uh, so um, I, again, think that this is going to be a super, uh, super game. And, uh, you know, as, uh, as often happens, I think it's going to come down to turnovers. And so um, both teams, uh, you know, kind of struggle against the run. And, uh, you know, their, their strength on defense is against the pass. And so it's going to be interesting to see how the coaches themselves game plan. Um, one of the surprises last week that the Bills came out and they were able to be victorious because they, they pretty much didn't even uh, do their running game. It was just Josh Allen all night long. And him uh, hooking up with Stefan Diggs, you know, it was just too much. Yeah, it'll be fun to watch. You know, Tony and I are big fantasy football guys. And, uh, you know, we made the realization that uh, for the four, last four weeks, Kyler Murray has been the top performing fantasy quarterback. And so, uh, you know, he's been money for those who have been playing him. Uh, he is a mobile quarterback. I mean, he puts up, uh, you know, big running numbers. But, you know, Josh Allen and the Bills are impressive this season. Very impressive. Yeah, mentioning those numbers, he is he is almost Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is almost averaging seven yards a carry. You know, for the yeah. year, for a quarterback. I mean, he's he's like Lamar. You know, Jackson. You know, two point You know, this year and uh, and last week it, his uh, yard per carry was eleven. 
you yeah, know, yeah. and so he's he's just killing it. That's going to be a tough one for the Dolphins to to bottle up. That's for sure. They'll definitely, of course, be game planning. And so let's see what happens. Now you mentioned Lamar Jackson, and uh, that moves on to our best bet matchup. You've got the Ravens minus seven versus the Patriots. You know, at the beginning of the season, if you looked at this matchup, you would have figured, oh man, that that's the game to watch. Patriots Ravens. I mean, that's going to be just brutal. The yeah, way it's Cam panning Newton out versus Lamar Jackson. Yeah, the way it's panning out, maybe not so much. Which is why you've got negative uh, seven for the Ravens. Yeah, you know, and I still think it's a marquee matchup because of just what you said, Tony. You got Cam versus uh, Lamar Jackson. You know, you got two uh, scrambling quarterbacks. The passing game isn't their best forte. Um, historically, you know, when Tom Brady and the Patriots were going at it, it seems like every other year in the AFC Championship game. Uh, you know, that was the Ravens were the only team that was beating the Patriots in those AFC mm-hmm. championship games there for about a five year clip. So there's definitely a little rivalry there. You have the Patriots that are just coming off of a losing streak and they did it against the Jets. You know, they did it against the Jets team barely uh, that you know, barely. And uh, they certainly could have lost that game. Uh, you know, it's, it's always dangerous going against a team that hasn't. Uh, won a game, you know, uh, midway through the season. So you know that, you know, they're they sick of having the losing taste in their mouth and you're going to get their best. And that's exactly what happened. Um, I typically bet against Flacco, you know, but he <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. uh, he, he completed some, some long passes that of course kept them in the game. And <laughs> that was one yeah. of my uh, three games that actually covered, you know, was taking <laughs> the points in that game. Um, but uh, yeah, breaking this one down, I think that, between the two quarterbacks, um, Lamar Jackson has not been, of course, doing this year what he did last year. Right. You know, the rushing offense last year was at the top, you know, one. I think they were they, they finished with uh, leading the league in rushing. And yeah, because he ended up being the league MVP at the end of it. So, yeah. Yeah, they are just smashing people. Uh, points per game is down. Uh, rushing yards are down. Um, the defense, of course, is still strong. And uh, seven points, of course, it's, it's a little bit scary. But I think that, again, the eye test, getting back to the fact that last week they came off of a, a – was that their fourth game? It would have been their fourth loss in a row, the Patriots. And they barely beat the Jets. Barely beat <laughs> yeah. the Jets. And so when looking at uh, Baltimore Ravens' uh, total overall work the last couple of years, there is a little bit of a rivalry there. And I think that the defense of the Ravens is playing a little bit better. Uh, the offense, of course, is a little bit more balanced. And Lamar Jackson is a little bit more of a threat, you know, than Cam Newton running and passing the ball. And so those things uh, just all factored in. I'm going to go ahead and lay that seven, of course, by the hook as I teach. And uh, and then let's see, see, see what happens. Right on. So to recap, you've got uh, Dolphins minus one and a half versus the Chargers, Bills plus two and a half versus the Cardinals, and Ravens by a touchdown versus the Patriots. Folks, uh, we always appreciate G-Man coming on, giving us his picks. Uh, obviously, you know, you're a little bit like the Patriots due for a uh, win. But, uh, you know, with the last 30 seconds we have, let people know how they can find you, how they can get more G-Man and some of the projects you've got going on. Well, um, yeah, appreciate that, Christian. Uh, you can, of course, most of my uh, presence uh, is on, on Facebook, on social media. Uh, we have the G-Man. Uh, there's Big Bongo Productions uh, that has to do with the entertainment side. And that side is not looking you know, very good you know, until uh, 
you know, this stuff gets over. Right. People are talking about 21 for sure, 22. And uh, of course, seedless tendency, you know, we'll, we'll keep busy uh, cranking out some music over the winter. Uh, we're kind of in our down months, uh, you know, right now. But yeah, those are the three places they can check out. Fantastic. G-Man, always great. Love Fridays. Folks, when we come back, we're heading to the final segment of the show. It's time for This Day in History. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you guys in just a few. See ya. Ooh. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Radio. Now back to the show. Well, folks, we did it. We made it to the end of the week, the final segment. And, of course, we survived this Friday the 13th. At least the show. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, November 13th. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts, whether it's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? There's James. <laughs> I was going to say, you had to have it just once, you know? Exactly. Unfortunately, James doomed us all. But, you know what? While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think. And tell your friends. Because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. <laughs> uh, Tony's enjoying uh, this uh, final segment. Uh, yeah, if you guys watch the video, uh, he has a little fun when the music's coming back. But uh, I digress. Yeah. <laughs> it is the yeah, final segment little, of the show. A little fun. I got a call from New York during that, and I didn't set the uh, Do Not Disturb button. Ooh. So what happens is the Zoom screen disappears, and then I have to wait till it reappears. So thank God you can still hear me. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Being uh, a goofball, of course. Potential spam from New York. In any case... It is the final segment of the show. As we do each and every day, we're going to drop a little knowledge, hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for This Day in History. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's This Day in History with your correspondent on the beat. Christian Phoenix. Hey, it's the second appearance of uh, Siri for today. Yes, yes. Now it's your time to shine, Siri. And now we'll see you Monday. <laughs> well, let's kick off This Day in History, this day in 17... 17- 89, Benjamin Franklin writes, nothing is certain but death and taxes. Unless, of course, you don't pay taxes, at which point that becomes nothing is certain but death and prison. He only yeah, wrote the true. first part, but uh, I, I yeah, added on no, the second. That, no, you have to add that because if you ain't paying taxes, you're doing, uh, you, you're doing some hard time. Moving on, this day in 1839, the last bull run in Britain as the Stamford Bull Run ends after 700 years. Now, if you want to be gored by a bull, you have to go over to Italy. Oh, I thought it was Spain. Oh, Spain. I'm sorry. You are absolutely That's right. That's okay. I wasn't sure. I was like, oh, because I, I didn't associate it with England. I always thought the running of the bull in Spain. So. Yeah, you are correct. Isn't Woo-hoo! it? Is it Barcelona? High attention. Barcelona? Barcelona, yeah. <laughs> the running of the bull with me. 
That's right. This day in 1865, P.T. Barnum's New American Museum opens in Bridgeport. I know he had a circus. Didn't realize he had a museum. Me either. Come down to my museum. It's 1965. I guess 1865. 1865, yeah. I was only 100 years off, yeah. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. That guy was all about the entertainment stuff way back when, man. Yeah, yeah. He was bigger than life. And, of course, was it uh, he that uh, Hugh Jackman portrayed in um, The Greatest Showman? Yes. Boy, I bet P.T. Barnum's looking from wherever he is dead and being like, man, I got Hugh Jackman to play me? Right on. Right on, yeah. If you can get Hugh Jackman to play you, you're doing well. This day in 1902, Heart of Darkness by Joseph Conrad is first published in one volume by William Blackwood in Edinburgh. Not to be confused with Army of Darkness, because you oh. know, shop smart, shop S-smart. S-smart, right down the street from your house. It is. Yeah, you do have the S-smart. <laughs> I mean, it's not quite, it's not quite uh, Army of Darkness. Uh, I, had, I didn't see Ash there, but, uh, yeah. you know, I did try to shop smart. It is pretty groovy, though. Yeah. It's a little liquor mart, right? It is, yeah. Yeah. Moving on this day in 1940, Fantasia, the animated film by Walt Disney starring Leopold Stokowski and Deems Taylor is released. Is it starring them? It's really starring anybody but Mickey Mouse in a magician outfit. I have a feeling that those were actually the composers, not necessarily the stars of the movie but stars, in that case yeah. that would make them the stars now which one did you like better the original fantasia or fantasia 2000 oh the original the uh yeah. especially the um what is it the the mountain the one with the demon on the mountain uh oh yeah I wish i could they had some really cool stuff for it not uh talking but uh, i was always a big fan of mickey like in the magician stuff with the with the broomsticks I mean, you even got a pretty cool Sega Genesis game out of it back in the day. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. It was surprisingly pretty good, too. <laughs> Moving on. I, mean, this... I don't know how it holds up today, but. That's yeah, worth checking out. Yeah, it was good. You've got the mini system, right? I do. Yeah. There you go. This day in 1951. God, there is some, nothing more 1950s than this name. Leftio Duels All-Stars includes Joe DiMaggio and Billy Martin. They lose 3-1 to one to the Pacific League All-Star team. Leftio Duels. Leftio Duels here. We're going to take everybody down. I have Joe DiMaggio on my side. Now, what do you have, see? <laughs> That's Joe DiMaggio. This is how we talk about it. See, with Lefty Lou Henders. Lou <laughs> Lou Kachu. You jack me better play me in a future movie, damn it. Ah, moving on this day in 1968. Poor guy. Bob Gibson ah. edges out Pete Rose to win the National League MVP. Pete Rose can't win at anything. No love. You know what? That they, they, We say this a lot, but the damn MLB Hall of Fame is a sham. He should be in it. I don't care that he betted back then. He paid his dues, man. But that right. guy, you can't take away the stats and everything he brought to the game of baseball prior to being a better, you know? Well, and it's one of those things that he wasn't the only one betting. He was the only one that got caught. Exactly. But, uh, you know, you can always see Pete Rose in Vegas. Uh, I'm sure that might come up on Monday's topic of celebrity <laughs> interactions. <laughs> Hi, Pete. <laughs> Moving on this day in 1969, Tony, get your Futurama uh, impression ready. Vice President Spiro Agnew accuses TV network news departments of bias and distortion. <laughs> Agnew. <laughs> 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 
If you folks have such a damn good show, man. if you haven't watched Futurama, it is well worth going back. Uh, I think it holds up even better than most of The Simpsons. Yeah, I actually prefer it over The Simpsons. I love The Simpsons. I do not. But disagree. I think Futurama. I don't. You know, the Matt Groening f- show. I'm not really huge on is Disenchantment, though. I couldn't really get behind. That. You know, I'm right there with you. I think uh, there's Tried. a little, yeah, a little bit of a disconnect in in uh, the way that they did it. But you know. Yeah, well, and it sucks because you have a lot of the Futurama ca- uh, voice cast on there. Yeah, so. but when it comes to Futurama, shut up and take my money. Yeah, great show, Philip J. Fry, dude. It's Friday. I follow Billy West on uh, Twitter, and uh, he always puts up a Fry meme every Friday. Ah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on this day in 1994, for the F1 racing fans out there, title contenders Michael Schumacher and Damon Hill famously collide on lap 35 of the season-ending Australian Grand Prix in Adelaide. Schumacher wins his first F1 World Drivers' Championship by one point. Uh, he was an amazing driver to watch. Um, unfortunately, uh, died well before his time. Yeah, you know, the crazy thing about F1 racing, too, is uh, what makes it so different than stock car is... Man, when those cars, when they take those corners, you get in a bad wreck, those things fly. It's frightening. Yeah. It's amazing that there's not more major injuries than there are. I mean, because these things get up off the air. They, oh, dude, it's crazy. And they get up to speeds over 200 miles an hour. It's, It's nuts. It's in, oh, dude, always fascinated with F1 racing. Yep. Always. Finally, this day in 1995, Goldeneye, the 17th James Bond film starring Pierce Brosnan for the first time, and Judy Dench as M is released, and still one of my favorite Nintendo 64 oh. games of all time. Yes, that's one like I know they've tried to redo, but it just can't replicate. Back then, that was just the game to play, man. It was awesome it was great uh folks we're going to run down some of the holidays really quick because we only have a minute holidays. left today is national actors day today is national Celebrate. indian pudding day no thank you today is national moms and dads day it is sadie Happy hawkins day. day of course that's a little uh beyond its time it is start a rumor day you know don't start a rumor uh, here's something. Unless it's a good rumor. There you go. Here's something you can start. World Kindness Day. Always Ooh. a good thing to do. And then, Tony, the other day was Metal Day. Today is Symphonic Metal Day. So uh, bust out that symphonic metal and uh, enjoy uh, your I'm Friday. I'm some S&M today, man. There you go. There's nothing more symphonic metal than that. Folks, enjoy your weekend. We will see you guys Monday with Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. Enjoy your week. Have a good weekend.